Gardens, visit www.adebayohall.com or call 080-5699-8718 or 080-5699-8719 or 080-5699-8720. Adebayo Akonde Hall, built for comfort, built for you. Okay, we thank you for being there with us. This is Splash 105.5 FM, and we're back uh, right here. And so I will be speaking about Africa Czech uh, at this time. I have uh, Olusei Awojulube on the line, and we'll be discussing a fact-check uh, story done by Africa Czech. Disease Control Center confirms monkeypox outbreak uh, in Nigeria. And the headline says, no headline misleading. Ms. Aujulube, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you here. Now, tell us the source of this story. I know this story was done by Motorayo Joel, Nigeria Deputy Editor, Health Researcher with Africa Check. Uh, it was a story picked from the Guardian newspaper on the 10th of May, 2022. So tell me about this particular story of monkeypox. Okay. Good morning, listeners. So on 10th of May, 2022, we saw a headline in The Guardian that Nigeria has confirmed an outbreak of monkeypox in the country with 558 cases and eight deaths recorded so far. So given the recent coronavirus outbreak, we felt it was important to check again and confirm if this was correct. Hmm. Okay. Now, and, yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, great. So you you now set to confirm whether monkeypox with 558 cases and eight deaths is actually factual. Now, the first paragraph of that uh, that story actually quoted Nigeria Center for Disease Control, NCDC. Uh, could you tell us the process of your fact-checking for this particular story? So what we did when we saw this headline was first to check uh, on the ni- website of the Nigeria Center for Disease Control to see if there is any statement. Or we also checked their social media handles because those are the ways that the NCDC releases official updates of any disease outbreak in the country. Mm. And after doing that, we also now reached out to the NCDC personally. We reached out to the agency, the spokesperson of the agency, mm. To also confirm if um, there is, they have confirmed indeed a monkeypox outbreak in the country. Hmm. So, um, since the paper deleted the article, so what were this? What were your out? What are the outcome of your searches and your fact-checking process? So, what we found out when we when we checked the NCDC website and their social media handles, we found out that they did not actually say there is an outbreak of monkeypox in Nigeria. Mm. Instead, what the NCDC said was that there have been cases of monkeypox in Nigeria, cases in some states, in 22 states, actually, since September 2017 today. So what they said was that Nigeria has confirmed recorded 558 cases and eight, eight deaths. deaths. 
years mm. between September 2017 and April 2020. And according to the World Health Organization, this cannot be um, classified as an outbreak. Mm. Because according to the World Health Organization, an outbreak is when cases of a disease is more than what you would normally expect. Okay. Okay. Within an area. Okay. So, recording 558 cases in Nigeria's population of over 200 million between 2017, September 2017 and April 2022 cannot be confirmed as an outbreak. So, how do you classify this kind of uh, report? Uh, well, we would say that the headline is misleading, like our, like it said on our website, mm. that the headline is misleading. Nigeria has yet confirmed cases of monkeypox disease, but it is not an outbreak. Okay. Uh, so if you juxtapose the standard of what an outbreak is, uh, alongside the, the data on hand, we cannot say that Nigeria is experiencing an outbreak of monkeypox. Yes, you're correct. We cannot say Nigeria is experiencing an outbreak. Maybe, maybe the writer, maybe the journalist was just exaggerating. Well, we, we could say that, but you know that when it comes to issues of human life, mm. facts, you mm. must present the facts and you must always be correct. Accurately. Mm. Mm. Yes. Now, so tell yes. me, tell me. Let's now let's just move beyond just the story. Now, what what would be the implication of a misleading headline like this one, particularly when it comes to on health and it's an outbreak? Uh, in Nigeria, what, what what are the implications of this kind of a misleading headline or story? Well, the first thing in cases like this is that it spreads panic within the country, and so from and from panic, it will lead to people trying to take precautions or trying to protect themselves against these diseases, and they might go the wrong way in doing this so we might find that people would start looking for um to start self-medicating taking drugs that are not prescribed by doctors to try to protect themselves from the disease and this may have serious consequences you mm. know for people so but when there is so when issues like this come up panic it spreads panic and from panic things can go out of control and that that would not be that would not be a good uh, situation. Hmm. Okay. So uh, and people spread this story because the story became something that was going viral on, on social media. Uh, what are the implications of you know spreading this kind of a story, particularly on the social media, uh, without checking? And then you are getting this story from a traditional media that you probably would have respected so much. Yes, yes, that's, that's, why we, that's why we always say that you must always check before you share. Because it doesn't matter the source. Anyone can give a misleading pain. So when you see an, a, piece of, a piece of information, please check to make sure that you have the accurate information before sharing. And when we come to social media, we know there is no, there is no gatekeeper, if, if I may say so or control control room on social media. Anything you type and you post, it just gets sent and millions of people can see it. And that spreads spread all around. So that is why 
you must always check before you share mm. so yeah. that you avoid cases of um, spreading fake news or uh, false information. Okay, I, I know that you are a researcher at Africa Check. Tell us a bit about monkey pox uh, that you found out. Okay, so from our research, we found that uh, monkeypox is caused by virus, and that virus is actually found primarily in rainforest areas of Central and West Africa. So it's caused by a virus called the monkeypox virus, and it's transmitted from animals to people. Hmm. And when people get in contact with this virus, with this virus, the symptoms usually appear from between 7 to 14 days. And the symptoms range from fever, headache, muscle ache, and tiredness. So that is why it is good to always confirm what is happening. Because imagine someone who has come in contact with the monkeypox virus, taking malaria medicine, for, for instance, because the symptoms might be similar. That is already a case of self-medication that could have dangerous effects on the body. So... Uh, that is, so that, that's primarily the symptoms of monkeypox. Mm. And it, it, it comes occasionally. People come in contact with it, maybe by eating uh, some animals that are not properly cleaned yes. and all of that. Mm. So, so that's how people come in contact with it. Okay, so tell us um, a bit about Africa Check. Uh, what is Africa Check about? Yes, Africa Check is a fact-checking organization. Our work is basically to check the facts and make sure that people have accurate information, they have access to accurate information that they can use to make decisions in their everyday life. We are headquartered in South Africa and we have um, offices in four African countries, including Nigeria. I work with the Nigeria office and we encourage people to uh, send us uh, claims or things they find online that they cannot confirm by themselves. So that you can send it to us, whether on Facebook, on Twitter, on WhatsApp, or even a text message. And we have made these um, options available for people. Okay, so what you're saying is that people can also be part of what you do by sending you information on something that they feel is suspicious. Yes. So yes, tell us so tell us how we can go about this. Where do we send for instance if I have a story that I want to send to you or a link, how do I go about it? And where can I send it to? Okay, so the first thing you can send it to us on WhatsApp or via text message. You can send it to us on WhatsApp. Our WhatsApp line is zero nine zero eight three seven 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 Eight nine. I'll take that again. You may have to do that slowly and slowly. Yes, let's do it. Okay, zero nine zero. Yeah. Eight three. Seven seven. Yeah. Seven seven. Yeah. Eight nine. Eight nine. That's our WhatsApp number. Okay. So alternatively, they can reach out to us on Facebook. Our Facebook handle is Africa Check Nigeria. Africa without the end. Africa Check. C-H-E-C-K Africa Tech Nigeria So they can send us a message on Facebook or on Twitter at Africa Check underscore NG 
at, so at Africa check, check. Them together. Uh, yes, together, one word. Underscore. At Africa Check. Underscore, underscore NG. NG. And that's yes. on Twitter. On Twitter. All right, so we can reach you via WhatsApp. We can reach you via Facebook and also via Twitter, uh, Africa Check yes. underscore NG. And so when we send you the link, you now go after that story and uh, try to fact check the story. Yes, when we get this, when we get this page, we go, we fact check it, and we publish it on our website. Uh, and our website is yes. africacheck.org. Africacheck.org. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there opportunities for burden journalists, you know, with Africa Check in terms of uh, fellowship or Otherwise, so, uh, a, a core part of our work is also helping journalists and people to improve their skills. So yes, from time to time, we organize training programs and fellowships for people who, for journalists and for journalists to improve their fact-checking skills. In fact, right now, we, we, we have opened applications for our Africa Fact-Checking Awards for where journalists can send, um, enter their story to win a prize. Mm, mm, mm. So, journalists who are listening to me, can, can they, they can go to your website and get further information about it? Yes. The information is available on our website, africacheck.org. Okay. Um, I must thank you for for your time today so that uh, we appreciate all that you've been able to do with us on the program. Many thanks to you for coming. I must thank Olushe Yawodulubi for speaking with us from Africa Check today. Any last Thank word? You, any last word to our people, particularly concerning spreading misinformation? My fi- my parting words would be check before you share. Hmm. I like that line. Check before you share. I like, I like that line. Much. Check before you share. I think I'm going to write that down. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for speaking with us on Splash FM today. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. And you too. Great. So, we're speaking with Olushe Yawojulube from Africa Check uh, today. That's the Africa Check segment on economic searchlight. And the purpose, actually, is to help people understand, you know, the importance of uh, knowing the facts and separating the fact from fiction. As you heard, Olushe said, check before you share. It's very, very important. Don't go with a frenzy of uh, checking, sharing stories and saying that everybody is sharing it. Uh, please, you, you need to be to have that uh, cautious, uh, you, you know, uh, attitude towards uh, such stories. I must thank you for listening. So we'll take a short break and when we come back, it will be our party and short. Stay with us.
toyo nje o ti gbo breaking news obadero pese igbun sa fefe ti gbo nu ara yo joja mi si irin gbo je nja eton amfani ilegbe ni splash fm media academy gbe kale fun gbogbo ilu be ilu ibadan ati agbegbe re ilo ti gbo lati di akose mo se oniroyin to peregede ni iba mu pelu ilana igbun sa fefe ode oni yala lori radio tabi aye ilu jara awon akose mo se oluko ni ti won mo ti fun tedo ise igbun sa fefe wa ni kale lati to osona ti o to lori oniruru eko bi program development journalism digital media production news presentations wo melo ni mo fe ka opg o po gan mo ri ona to yo ibo lo sare lo arojo mu solokun mo lo se iforuko sile temi ni e to ba ri be lo si splash fm media academy ke ti o fe gbe kegbe pelu splash 105.5 fm ile fufun balawu felele nile ibadan lati gba form tire tabi ki o pe ero ibani soro yi 0705439332 splash fm media academy idabogo iwa moluabi ninu eto igbonsa fefe Let's all be closing in on the program today as I take you through some stories that made the headlines during the week. Four members of Nigeria's cabinet, including the junior petroleum minister, said on Tuesday that they will not run in next year's elections as planned after President Buhari gave them a Monday deadline to resign from their posts. The information minister said last Friday 10 cabinet members had resigned in order to stand in ruling party primaries. Could decide who? from the APC will run for the presidency, said Governorship and Senate. But Junior Petroleum Minister Tripura Silva and the Ministers of Justice, Labour and Women Affairs said on Tuesday they had decided to stay in their jobs to help the President deliver his policies. The country's Central Bank Governor, Gordon Emefiele, is seeking a court order to bar the Electoral Commission and the Attorney General from preventing him from running for president without resigning his post. The matter will be heard on 23rd May, and more than 20 ruling party members have declared themselves candidates. And that's what is happening. And you recall that on the program today, we looked at of precedence and consequence of a central bank governor running for president. And gunmen blocked the Abuja Kaduna Road and kidnapped several travelers. The Daily Post spoke to a witness, Ibrahim Musa, who narrowly escaped being kidnapped. Musa said the incident, which happened on Tuesday, lasted for more than an hour. According to Musa, they were approaching Kurumin Kari, close to Katari, when suddenly he heard gunshots. He said while he was returning to Kaduna, he saw a convoy of security personnel, but that the bandits had left with the victims into the bush. The Abuja-Kaduna road has been the scene of a lot of kidnap incidents over the last few years, forcing many travelers to take to the train. However, last month, the train was attacked and hundreds of people were kidnapped. Most are still missing, sadly. The Economic and Financial Crimes Commission, EFCC, has arrested and detained a former Speaker of the House of Representatives, Patricia Ete, the second arrest by the Anti-Corruption Agency in five days, according to Premium Times. Mrs. Ete, who was Speaker between 6 June and 30 October 2007, was arrested in Abuja on Tuesday by operatives of the Special Duty Unit of the Anti-Graft Agency, who's familiar uh, with the matter said, the former lawmaker is currently being interrogated for allegedly receiving a suspicious 130 million naira payment from a contractor 
the Niger Delta Development Commission, NDDC, awarded a solar-powered electrification project in Akwaibom. The said contract was awarded to a certain Finjin Project Limited in 2011 for 240 million naira. The questions remain about whether the company is registered with Nigeria's Corporate Affairs Commission. Investigators are now saying weeks after the contractor was paid the mobilization fee for the project, that is, 130 million naira was transferred to Mrs. Ete, who is neither a director nor a shareholder of the company on record. The FCC is also suspicious that the contractor did not execute the contract after the payment was received. Mrs. Ete was removed from her position in the House of Representatives amid a scandal in October 2007, although she was later absolved of allegations of fraud leveled against her by colleagues. She was accused of awarding a 628 million naira contract for the renovation of her official residence and that of her deputy, as well as the purchase of 12 official vehicles. The legislators insisted that the award of the contract did not follow due process. Sevier, it dumped the People's Democratic Party PDP to join the ruling APC. I'll stop there for today and I thank you always for being part of the program. It's been Economic Searchlight and many thanks to Desmond Adubuega for his good assistant. Ife, thank you also for being part of the production crew. I'm Oluwashim Omar Kimola. If you want to reach out to me, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter at Shim Omar Kimola, at Shim Omar Kimola. If you want to send me an email, s akinola splash fm 1055.com s akinola splash fm 1055.com 0811 2494231 0811-2494-231. You can send me an SMS on the line. Until Friday when we come your way at 11 o'clock, have a wonderful weekend. Here is 105.5 Splash This kind of love I know we know Only about to go Permit me kiss all the room Call a lot of some other room Oh, more
the back. 